Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning. The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example. Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Films Narcitude, this is Real Spoilers Episode 508, the Not Box Office Report for the week ending September 15th. Nailed it. 2019. <laughs> Good job. So, well, we kept pretending like we were going to come up with another name. And we really, we did. And we never did. Oh, it was yeah. Called the not I, box so, office okay. Yeah, we were on a different page. I was <laughs> yeah. pretty sure it was called the not box. So. Like, we just came up with that because we were too lazy. And I <laughs> yeah. thought we accepted that. Yeah. Yes. No, I we, was, we did accept it. That's what, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. I was, <laughs> I was holding out hope. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, that's. That I'm in I'm in two worlds right now. Yeah, you got to I have the I have the podcast run by a project manager. That's true. That's like has all our ducks in a row, and then those ducks have sub ducks, and those ducks are also in a row. Yeah, and then I, I can g- tell because I help you guys with stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, Crystal really yeah knows how to manage stuff because like we're just like, and oh, then I'll look into this. See and, you later. And then you there's know? real spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Like, all right, man. I'll see you next week. But Crystal sends like twenty paragraphs of like. I mean, she's very organized. She gives me all this points. research and look into this for the yeah. podcast and the technical stuff I help with. And I'm like, holy crap! Like, yeah. I would just be like, here's this link. Look into it. Yeah. <laughs> float flow charts yeah. and bullet points. And oh PowerPoint yeah, presentation. It's a PowerPoint. Yeah, it's... you can tell who's got the MBA <laughs> and who graduated with a degree in communications. <laughs> Forty five. It's pretty. It's pretty apparent. Yes. Yeah, the, right on. The contrasts are stark. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess before we dig in, we should uh, go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. These are things Crystal has trained me to say ah. on the other podcasts. Yes. So I like we should start saying. It's very important to list off all the other places. It's, it's working. Yes. Yeah. So that way when Google translates it and then their text gets yeah. read by the spiders and the web crawlers. <laughs> exactly. The, or optimization yes it's all the things that i'm being trained in all so, right so good there. for you so, good tom yes yeah <laughs> so you just put just let me talk into a microphone yeah i'm like i was told i was just here to make <laughs> jokes that's that's what i do he's like no 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 you have to say all this so so uh <laughs> no 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 yes and i have a list of 45 more stitcher <laughs> spreaker no, I'm oh, oh, i was like what is spreaker spreaker that's a new thing too oh is it i yeah oh I all right know. So, Snapchat, Friendster, oh man, Ask Jeeves, <laughs> Bing, Hotbot. <laughs> That's a totally different thing. Hotbot. Netscape, <laughs> GeoCities, Mosaics, <laughs> Angel Fire. Jeez, oh, wow! Now I do. We just need to insert that modem noise. Yeah, was in the podcast cuts off because you know you can't pick up the phone while somebody right. else is right. on the internet. Mom, I'm yeah. trying to use oh! it. So close to the picture was only boobs. Yeah. The picture yeah. is like thirty three percent downloaded. Yeah, there's probably a whole ge- start all there, over. There's probably a certain sliver 
of of your generation that whenever they hear that modem dial in gets a boner. That's probably true. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's like just a Pavlovian it's Pavlovian. <laughs> like it's like, oh, about to see oh, pixelated porn. Yeah. Wait. I'm 39. Yeah. No, I'll I'm not. Do, I'll just do this over here. Yeah, it's on my phone now. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh! And, and 1080p. What am I doing? I don't know if any of you. I mean, Joe may have because we're close in age for this. But remember when PC games like Doom and Wolfenstein oh, sure. were popular? Absolutely. Well, then you could mod them with with WAD files, mm-hmm. and I would download like uh, Doom, but the bad guys would say Barney and like Beavis, Beavis and Butthead <laughs> lines from yeah. the shows. Yeah. And so it would be like, oh, I love you. And then like machine guns or whatever. And so that was the stuff that I remembered going online trying to find those files. And they were probably like three megabytes. But it took like no, you know, mine 20 was, minutes. To mine was definitely boobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely boobs. Yeah. yeah. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I, was, I, was the, I mean, I was ahead to, of my time. Yeah. You, yeah. You could have been looking at naked people. It was but the, no, you, you got downloaded Barney Wave files. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> that was the one I remember waiting on. I just finished. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, like, post, I think it's post Say by the Bell, but, like, pre, maybe she just got on Melrose Place? Or 902, one of those, Melrose Place or 90210, whichever one she was on. She had just got on to that show, and then pictures had shown up. I just, like, professional pictures. And I was right. Like, how you doing, Kelly oh, Kapowski? That, I mean, <laughs> I think for my generation that grew up with Saved by the Bell, I mean, she was like number one oh, heartthrob. Still is. I, I mean, and I just, got, I just got finished watching the entire series thanks to Tom. He showed me Saved by the what Bell. What series? Saved, Saved by, by the, the Bell. Bell. Did you watch the... The, very the caffeine pills? No, the oh well, that's God, like so in the good. first season or something. That's that's so like great. The oh, the, no, it also came with the first season where it was like, "Hello, Miss, hello, Mrs. Sun, Bliss, yeah. Mrs. Bliss." Ms. Oh, Bliss. they did one there. So, Miss Bliss, Miss Bliss is what it started yeah. as. It started yeah. as a show about the teacher. Yeah, was yeah. that girl? What was that woman's name? I don't remember. Was she was the gal uh, from, from the original Parent Trap. Yeah. Oh, Haley Mills. Yeah, yes. Haley Mills. Okay. Yeah, and then. And the kids were more interesting yeah. than the teacher, <laughs> so, they, so they got rid of her, and they changed the name to Saved yeah. by the Bell. Oh, I know. I just watched them all. <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't remember the caffeine pills coming into play, though. Oh, no. Oh. I was saying that that was season one. Like, it should have been included in what oh, you purchased. Oh, I get what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, no, Voodoo no. has it on sale. I think it is still on sale for 20 bucks for the it, whole series. It, Does it include for... the college years? Yes. No. Oh, it included yes. the college years? I'll tell you what it is. I'm, seriously, because, I mean, this is, we were just talking off the air about nostalgia, and so for me, I grew up watching Saved by the Bell, and I messaged Tom after I had watched a couple seasons and I'm like I have seen every single episode <laughs> and nowadays when you can binge things when you can go on Netflix Hulu all HBO go and watch any show on demand yeah seeing episodes of a show isn't weird but to me I'm like I remember each of these episodes like I had to watch them when they aired oh I remember watching them live them, for sure but, your, but I caught each one like, it's I re- your generation's Brady Bunch yeah, easily I, yeah. I remembered yeah, sure. every plot line but anyway it's uh Good morning, Miss Bliss. Yeah, I think that's what yeah, it's called. Yeah. So it's Good Morning, Miss Bliss. So who was on that? Because it wasn't the whole cast. It it's, was Zach Morris. It's just not uh, not Slater, not Jesse. It's Screech and Zach. Mark Paul Gosler and Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond. Yeah, Diamond. it's just it's Screech so and no, Zach. So no Lisa. Lisa's always been there, too. Oh, has she? Yeah. Okay. Lisa's been there. The Lisa's the one that's been there throughout the Turtle. entire... Oh, that's her, that's her character's name. Yeah. Uh, Lark Vor. Yeah. So it's Good Morning, Miss Bliss. There's four seasons of Saved by the Bell, but Voodoo splits it into five, and they're, the fifth season's all out of order, so they graduate at the end of four, and then I got to five, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so, like, they... <laughs> they all failed they and went back. The order. Well, here's why. So, Kelly and Jesse disappear. In the fifth season? In the fourth. There is no fifth. Oh. So, what they did was they included it like that fifth 
the like that fourth season kind of never existed or, oh, or whatever. That's funny. Because what happens is uh, Kelly and Jesse disappear. None of the characters ever even say like, oh, they're on a trip to Europe. Oh, they're in exchange program. They never address it. And then they introduce the new love interest for Zach, sure, the sure. girl with the leather jacket. It's the Saved by the Bell version of Foe and Luke Duke. Uh, yeah. I, I was thinking... Uh, when welcome back cotter did it too yeah but so did that 70 show oh oh when that's right ashton kutcher and topher grace left yeah they brought in seth meyer's brother to like take eric's place did right. they ever address it though? uh they said that like <laughs> i think kelso i don't remember kelso but they, but they maybe said addressed it they addressed though. that eric was like on a mission okay. trip so somewhere. this is the weird thing so they disappear two of the you know i mean the, the group's a tight-knit group and like these two disappear they introduce the new love interest but they filmed them all out of order. What happened was uh, the end of the whatever first half of season four was supposed to be it, but the network ordered more episodes. So they filmed their graduation, but then they didn't want to lose that graduation with the main characters, obviously. And so they just pretended like <laughs> nothing happened. They're gone. And then they took the graduation episode and pinned it at the back end. So after you're introduced to Tori, the girl with the leather jacket, the new love interest and all this, <laughs> She's not at graduation. Right. <laughs> so you've just had watched a whole season with her and her love interest thing. And then they graduate. Kelly and Jesse are back without addressing it. Tori's gone. <laughs> it is the crazy. weirdest thing. So anyway, there's four seasons, but Voodoo has five. So Good Morning, Miss Bliss, quote unquote, five of Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, the college years, Hawaiian vacation movie. That's and then the, That's the Leah Remy one. Is it? Okay. That's, yeah. And then uh, the wedding in Las Vegas, which is the end. Which is it's, Zach and Kelly, it's, right? Yeah, post-graduation. Yeah. Then it's them going to elope in Vegas for... I think oh, that's the, a good deal for 20 bucks. I mean, point. I that's would never point. watch it, but like, but that's a good deal for 20 bucks. And so Ryan and I just like, I mean, I've seen them all, but I mean, we would like play video games and have it on kind of in the background or whatever. But yeah. Ryan loved it. I'm like, this is what I grew up on. Well, you figure when we talk about being his Brady Bunch yeah. or your Brady Bunch for... For his age, mm-hmm. right? It's the Brady Bunch. For it's us. For my age, yeah. yeah. Right? Sure. Like when yeah, I right, was right. watching the Brady Bunch, it was ten or eleven reruns. years old. I guess of, yeah. a little older than ten or eleven, but it was like it was in reruns. Sure. But um, but you know, one of the the downsides of binging uh, all this television that we have at our disposal is that you know there were certain shows that you just got to know so well because you would watch them over, over and over again. Right. I mean, I've seen every episode of Mash probably four or five times. Yeah, right. I've seen every episode of the Brady Bunch probably. 10 times mm. and so that 70 show i yeah. watched the yeah. I got into that oh one. my god it's so good and so like you would you would know these little quirks and nods right, yeah. and like these little single lines that only appeared one i mean pop culture i mean like yeah. with the brady bunch pork chops and applesauce like sure. that's, that's one line from one episode right. out of like 120 episodes or something was it pete was yeah it was pete? When, yeah. yeah it was the one where where Peter wants to be cool and he doesn't have the girl say he doesn't have a personality and so he starts imitating so like a gangster he's gonna be Bogart that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh but again it's one line from one episode like I why it resonates football yeah oh no it was uh, basketball mom oh well there's a football in the nose yeah and then there's the, the the basketball that hits the vase Oh, that's right. Mom always says, don't play ball in the house. (laughs) Like, it's, you know, so there's... (laughs) It's it's, crazy. Yeah, but but I I was thinking about this the other day of, like, how I... uh, As much as I love having everything at my disposal, and I do love it. Yeah. There, uh, you know, there was this kind of charm of, like, oh, my God, Casablanca is on Channel 9 right now. Turn it on. Yeah, sure. You know? Oh, my God, Paper Moon's on at 11? Guess I'm staying up. The instant instant gratification that we have now does take a little bit out of the, oh, my God, they're showing Evil Dead on HBO at And ironically, I find like I I watch a lot of those movies less. 
right? Sure. Because it used to be when it would pop up on TV, yeah. and I'd be like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to see again. I bet I'm going to sit down and watch this. Right. Sure. But now it's like, well, now that I can watch it wherever <laughs> I want, it's like, well, I'll get to it. Yeah, I got it on. When I get to it, it's yeah. there. It's right. a blessing and a curse. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally get what you mean for nostalgia. It's the same thing I say about Blockbuster. I loved the experience of going in, picking up the cases, looking at the back, talking to the people for recommendations, what we like, what we don't like. But I also like no late fees, <laughs> laying in bed and clicking a button. I mean, I right. much prefer this way, but I miss the experience and the... Yeah, I, and I, I, I got into it, not got into it, but it was a disagreement about Blockbuster hmm. where people were just like, I don't know why people have nostalgia. They ruin the market. And I was like, yeah, in some places. In other places, they didn't have a market. Right. So they're, when a Blockbuster comes yeah. to town... Like that's a big deal, and I didn't have mom and pop stores. I went to I the grocery did. store I, for. Videos, I did, I did, but it's also just like it, it was just a different. I mean, it's the same experience, but I think most people weren't going to the mom and pop stores. Most people weren't aware that they ever existed, and their first interaction was something like Blockbuster yeah. or Hollywood Video. So they they don't even get the nostalgia of walking in to the really small mm-hmm. video stores. That's you know? true. That's very. I mean, we had uh, we had Star Video. Which was kind of like a local chain here in town, and then we had like Video Village, which yeah. was in Afton, and that was it was that's what that was, and and movies to go. Those were the t- Video Village and movies to go. We, the the first one I remember was in the strip mall next to my parents' printing company, and it was called VHS Video Home Sales. <laughs> oh, and, they were uh, they knew, and uh, and so yeah, and then we I would go in there, and I think I've told this story before. My yeah. my my membership card number was six, <laughs> like Three. that's yeah, like that's. Two two nine zero three seven zero 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 three. Yeah, mine was just zero zero six. Like that was just yeah. yeah. And that because my I just talked my parents into buying me a video recorder, and well, it was like I bought the video camera, they bought the recorder, which was like, but each of them I think at the time were like, Insane. I think they were like two thousand dollars each. I mean, it was crazy. It's crazy. So I just had this conversation with Bella the other day. We were talking about um, TVs. And I was like, yeah, but like the TV I had growing up was like a 15 inch, th- you know, and she's like, yeah, but how much did it cost? And I was like, you know what? I don't know how much it cost. So I, l- I just happened to look up like a 1987 uh, Sears ad. Oh, right? I love it. For TVs. I love looking at ads from the circulars from back then. It was hilarious. $700. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, do you know what our TV cost <laughs> that's on top of the cabinet? And she was like, what? I was like, less than yeah, that. Right. I, and that's like a, you and know. Th- and you haven't adjusted for inflation. <laughs> yeah. No, right. Exactly. Seriously. Yeah. If you ever want to just have your mind blown, I mean, I mean, and I'm sure people our age were in that. We understand it because we remember going to Circuit City and Best Buy and looking at those prices. But Sears, man, like a Sears. Do you, do you remember there was a Radio Shack ad going around a, a, about a year or two ago? And it was like it was just like one page from the ad, and it and it was all these things they had on sale, right? And it was like it was like the introduction of the mobile phone. So there was a, there was the bag phone, sure, and then there was like a television, and then there was a VCR, <laughs> and then there was a radio, and there were all these different things. And it was like, and somebody pointed out that literally everything on that page, every single item on that page, your phone does. Yep. Wow, it's cra- when you go back and watch like an episode of Star Trek, like the original Star Trek, and like their communicator, and it's like, yeah, it's my phone today is more advanced than that communicator yeah. when that was like, you know, th- did they ever give a time like a, a year as to when that was supposed to be set? 
I'm, I I've never been a Trek year. guy, so I think they do. Okay, but even even in Escape from New York, it's 1999. Right. Well, that stuff's all like, hilarious. All the movies we grew up yeah, with in you know? the future. I think in Terminator t- Terminator was 97. Yeah. So it's like I remember I remember sitting down the first time to watch. Well, I feel like in the next couple of years, the Terminator future may be possible. It's very, <laughs> you ain't kidding. But I was watching. I was. Oh, it was like I was rewatching Escape from. I hadn't seen it in a while. I was rewatching it, and I like in 1999, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Well, none of this happened. Yeah, like New York oh, yeah. didn't just break off. Just like the uh, Back to the Future thing. Yeah, just right, happened a right, couple right. years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's always hilarious. But yeah, but those, the Cubs, the Cubs did win though. <laughs> it was close. Whatever it was, it was, like it was the really close. Year, yeah, I think, yeah, it was a year yeah. off. Yeah. But I, I, uh, yeah, just if you ever go back and look at those old sales circulars, I love it though because I found like just when VHS hit the market and how much those players were. And oh the, yeah, the different TVs. Yeah, I had a Panasonic top loader. I love the yeah, top, we had a top loader. I'm a proponent of the top loader. Trying to explain to her that I was like, no, 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 no. Like you had a separate thing. Yeah. Like you had the TV, <laughs> and then you had a whole nother thing next to the TV yeah. that you would take cables and plug into the TV. And she was like, what? You couldn't just stream hundreds of <laughs> yeah. thousands of... Yeah. I was like, no. And I'm like, a VHS cost $100. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, a VHS tape. She goes, what's a tape? And I was like, well, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. That's <laughs> Kids right. these days, right, Tom? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I will say before we move on, the uh, one of the other things I, I, I miss about... Uh, about not have ever, everything at our fingertips and having you know five channels to watch right is that it forced you to watch things that you might not watch normally that's sure. true just you like know, this podcast does for us yeah yeah no that's I mean, true but I, I should say joe sorry what? yeah let's be honest <laughs> musicals and whatever God else damn it. <laughs> into the woods is a musical <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i um like you know i mean i growing up like I watched all the good times and all the Jeffersons and I, you know, I don't know that I like that those shows would have appealed to me if I had the whole world to choose from. But it was like at that point in time, it was like, well, the Jeffersons, Jeffersons are on or I can watch the news or a soap opera. Jeffersons is this. I don't know. Was it the one days of our lives where the gal got possessed by a demon? Because <laughs> that's when I started watching it. And I was oh, like, the one. Wait, that. This oh, gal's yeah. this gal's possessed by a demon right now. Yeah, which is funny because that took place like I think ten or fifteen years after they had done it as a parody on soap. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. A major plot line in the first season <laughs> what the hell was, that was gal's name? A, one of the characters has a baby and the baby is possessed. Marlena. By the devil. Yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> it was Marlena got possessed by a demon. But anyway, I you know like I like being able to like oh this interests me I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But I also never say this doesn't interest me. Maybe I'll try it. That's in yeah. the way I used to yeah. when my chart, my choices were more sparse. Even there's, even when I had like even when I was first introduced to cable, yeah, it was like, well, I mean, there's really nothing on in the middle of the day. I guess I'm watching Nick at Night, right? You know, so I'm watching Dick Van Dyke or yeah, married with there's, not married with children, but like all in the family and stuff like right. that. There's just not enough time in the day. This is the question I posed to Tom a while back. Was I was like. How can how can these networks each have their own, you know, 20 new shows that, you know, no one's ever heard of half of them and they just keep pumping out this TV and it's like I get that we're finding some gems and some of them work but it's like there's so many choices on each network for original programming yeah. right. that it's like I can't these days I'm just not like oh I want to watch I'm just throwing out like Austin Powers for the 20th time because there's 50 shows that I've heard right. good things well, about. Think about this. You know? Thursday nights on NBC. Thursday nights in general. Yeah. What shows were on? 
Was that like the? Oh, it depends on what time frame. Yeah. Well, but, here's the thing. Like we'll say like that, and when NBC was dominating again, they dominated for 20 years. So like I could like, but could you tell me what was on CBS or ABC at that point? So um, what, like what what they tried to put up against? So yeah, NBC when was when doing? NBC was going Gangbusters originally, it was like Cosby, Family Ties, yeah. Cheers, Night Court, and then they'd roll into LA Law, right? Um, and then um. And then it transferred to like I think on about C- you and then on but on CBS during oh. that time frame, um, their big counter programming to Cosby was Magnum P.I. Well, all right, but I don't know which one of you those asked is the wrong person. Which, you asked yeah. No, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I don't I remember tell you what, what was on. I don't remember what came on after Magnum P.I. <laughs> which um, one of those shows has aged better? <laughs> I also remember that uh, um, that St. Elsewhere aired against the Equalizer. Oh, okay. Saying elsewhere okay. was on Wednesdays and it aired against the Equalizer on, okay. on CBS. Well, then it was like, and then NBC transferred to Mad About You, Seinfeld, Frasier, Friends, Will and Grace. Yeah, I remember. Well, they Will always and... had that. It was always like a loop. Like one would leave and then one would. There was always they always had that seven thirty our time seven thirty. Yeah, most people consider eight thirty. Um, but after like Friends would lead off. And it would like, I think Friends and and Frasier were your, were your and hour then, block, and then were at, were at the top of the hour, uh-huh. and that show in between they would cycle through, and they could never really find something that worked, and so it was I feel like, like Mad About You ran forever. I think Mad About You was was on was after on the flip side of Frasier, yeah, and then. And, and that's when they cycle through like Caroline in the city. Oh yeah, and and what I think did suddenly Susan live there for Spin a while? City? No, Spin City was ABC. Spin City was ABC. Uh, and like, just shoot me, just shoot me. But what was the Phil Hartman radio one? News radio, news radio. Um, but I think that was Wednesdays. Okay, and they move, and then they think they move Frasier to, to Tuesdays or Wednesdays because it was strong enough that they were like, we're going to pick it up and move it over here and try and build another solid day of the I week. I feel like that's a model that is no longer in place. We're like, okay, Doesn't we matter. Have, uh, yeah, yeah it was like you have this heavy shit like this friends right and like eh, maybe people will stick around for the next one. absolutely that used to be that used to be and they would even design their end credits to where there wouldn't be any commercials right, it would go right, right, right from one credit to the opening of the other to get you to sample like yeah that was that's how spike tv got me to watch csi is they played <laughs> it after raw and i was like well i'm already five ten minutes into this show I'll just keep Somebody's dead. It. That's good. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> Before we move on from uh, TV talk, I wanted to say, if you guys haven't seen, I, I told you about it, Tom, the live in front of a studio audience that's on Hulu. Um, I think it was maybe a special on ABC, but it's on Hulu, and they they recreate with current actors uh, full episodes with un, unaltered scripts from All in the Family and the Jeffersons. Hmm. And it's really it's like Woody Harrelson is Archie. He was Archie, Archie Bunker. Bunker. Yeah, and that actually could still play. And yeah. well, it's interesting. And then Jamie Foxx is George, George Jefferson. Jefferson. Okay. And so, and, but there's a lot of actors that you would know. Wanda Sykes played Louise. Yeah. If it was up to me, they should have gender swapped that. Wanda Sykes is would, a better George. Would Jefferson. be an amazing Georgia Jefferson. Georgia Jefferson. That's yeah. Right. Like she would have been. Crazy good. Yeah. My only complaint about that was I felt they were too faithful. They were, they were like doing impersonations. That's what I mean. It's yeah. like, I mean, it is like recreation. I would have a, rather seen them give their yeah. own interpretations of it, but if you're just doubling down on nostalgia. But, but I mean, they recreate it, and wow, that was eye-opening, because as a kid, I caught reruns, uh, of course, of these shows, and I never really understood what they were saying, you know, sure, as far right. as you know, how crazy, like, racist and terrible Archie Bunker was. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. when I watched this special, I'm like, holy crap. And it's it- funny how so many conservatives 
you see like passing around memes of Archie Bunker. Of course, like, like he's oh, great. The good old days, he was great. I'm like this. The the Archie all in the family, <laughs> they, they hated Archie. He was Bunker. the punchline. He was were, the yeah. yeah he was he's the, the, he's the punchline exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea as a kid, but I always thought of him as this great like conservative Archie Bunker American. Right. But he is a racist bigot and yes, terrible wrong. Person. And yeah. like yeah. every episode, he's proven to be wrong. Yeah. Like it's it's, it, it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, watch this. But it's really cool. They got all these big name actors to come in and recreate it but it was eye-opening to like things that you may not have picked up if you're younger you may not have really realized you just watch these reruns and whatever but uh the things they were actually saying i'm like wow this show is kind of crazy so uh back to shameless plug yes uh what else can i say oh you can uh subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, and uh, of course leave us a review uh since we're giving away the way it's supposed to work now they're saying that we should encourage people to leave us reviews on Facebook. Oh, because nobody really looks at the reviews on on Apple Podcasts. Well, all right. Really? So I yeah. think I think what I heard is they if you just leave a five star rating, yeah, that's the algorithm. It's a five. If you just hit five stars and just yeah. you don't like your reviews. Don't really matter. Yeah. Like they just look at the well, rating. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, you look at the stars. I think that's yeah. pretty standard. Um, and luckily, we do have a lot. We have, I think, over 200. So, like, people are good about yeah. listening and doing the stars. But if you want to write a review, yeah, yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah. But I think the argument they make is that it, the Facebook review is better because the Facebook review, when you leave a review, your friends will see it. Sure. And it so, ah. and it will, it will push it in front of them to say, oh, so if you want to leave us a review, if you've already left us a review on Apple Podcasts, this is a way to, uh, to recommit. Yeah. And, uh, just run over to Facebook and leave us a review or recommendation, as they call it. There you go. You can use the same verbiage. Nobody's going to sue you for plagiarizing yourself. You're not John Fogarty. So uh, also, uh, you can join the League of Show Shares while you're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash real spoilers, and then the, just go to the League of Show Shares. People who are kind enough to share the show this week, Aaron Marlowe, Chris Sanders, Tom Comiskey, Griffin Fox-Smith, Ralph Tribble, Susan Carlson, Zara Vandercreek, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Chris Magic Man, Tammy Sherman Powers, Julianne Jordan, Lane Levanway, Travis Tewitt, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Gabriel Lugo, Ron Johnson, Jason Weesey, and Brent Smith. So uh, thank you so much for sharing the show. We should also say about Dustin, Ooh, I don't yeah. know if you noticed, no. uh, we comp- yeah, congratulate him on his achievement. He's he, half a Justin. He is lost Dustin, yeah. a ton of weight. Oh, that's fantastic! A ton yeah. of weight. That's like, awesome. almost literally. No, that's not. <laughs> yeah. he a ton of- <laughs> but uh, but he has lost a ton of weight, and, and that's someone great. who's lost weight myself, not that much, but uh, that's not an easy thing to do. So, no, man. Congratulations! So congratulations to Dustin yeah. on on that. Well done. Well done, buddy. Well done. So um. Anyway, uh, there's all that, uh, unless somebody has news. I do. I like okay. a little bit of news, yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to... Well, why don't you go? Mine's probably longer. Is yours the Suicide Squad? Yes. But his oh. has more girth. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. Well, well apparently both, it's the same. Actually, yeah. but so, we'll, so uh, here nor there. this is an interaction which I wanted to pose the question to you guys and weigh in on it. So David Ehrlich, who I follow, and I mean, he's he's a, a film critic, and I really I like his reviews. I like his interactions on social media. Um, you know, he's a smart guy, very funny. Um, but this is what he says uh, in regards to the James Gunn Suicide Squad cast announcement, which James Gunn, if you didn't see it, shared a poster and it had a list of, of cast members. It was just like a black poster with names on it. And there's a bunch that Joe's counting out of <laughs> cast members. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry. One, oh. <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four. 24. You could have counted over and across and That's multiplied. 
Oh, I thought you were just doing each one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I'm like, get a multiply. No, it's 20, 20, 24 cast members. 24 cast members on there. Uh, interesting, Jared Leto's not on there. Yep. So Neither is Will Smith. You know, but it's like Jared Leto's not on there, but John Cena is. So okay, it's like, so in, <laughs> in, in that defense, uh-huh. the, the tweet from James Gunn did say, don't get attached. Right. Oh, well, yeah, these 24 so. <laughs> people aren't going to be in the next 20 movies. I get no. it. So, well, I mean, somebody... So you mean he recognized the fact that the first word in the title is suicide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so David Ehrlich, when this is announced, he says he does a, a picture of Memento, and uh, it's it's the main character of Memento riding on a, a Polaroid to remember, because, you know, if you know sure. that movie, uh, and it says, don't believe his lies. And he says, that feeling when a movie studio makes a splashy, exciting announcement about a sequel to some dumb piece of SH, you know, that literally every sane person on Earth hated with a passion when it came out like 10 minutes ago. And they're saying, don't believe his lies on the, the thing. Um, so then he follows up with James Gunn is very good at this, and I'm sure Suicide Squad or whatever will be a big step Two up. Suicide Squad. That, yeah, that's love actually that. pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's great. Follow David Ehrlich on Twitter if you don't. But if we could all take a guilty until proven innocent approach to this stuff, we'd probably live longer and spend more time focusing on the masterpiece Hustlers in theaters now. Oh, so, masterpiece. So huh? well. that's his argument for this. So then David Ayer, after people tagging oh, him and God. he's getting attacked by online. But David Ayer says, David, that's really mean spirited. I understand the nature of your job and the necessity to grab eyes. But a lot of people dedicated their blood, sweat and tears and came together to make the original. It's incredibly painful to have two years of my love attacked in such a way. David Ehrlich follows up. I was trying to express frustration with the endless franchise hype parade that continues unabated regardless of previous results, whatever they are, often at the expense of focusing on films that need the attention. Apologies that it came off as more of a personal attack. And then David Ayers... I don't think it came off as a personal attack at all. I think David Ayers is just being a little... I think he's being a bitch. Well, so here's the final one is David Ayers retweeting that and saying, thank you for this. The film industry is exactly that. An industry, it keeps growing and moving forward, yet I know James Gunn will make something amazing my frustration comes from being hammered for something that was not my original vision so that's the interaction david ehrlich saying focus on films and more films in theater now that need your box office dollars than a poster for something two years away or whatever you know that's his argument but he also does call out suicide squad for being a piece of crap because it was a piece of crap but i the the thing i would disagree with with david ehrlich on is that i don't think people are excited about suicide squad 2 because because they loved the first one. Right. I think they're excited about it because they love James Gunn. I think they're yeah. excited about it because they hated the first one. Yeah, and they uh, and, and, and it's they a totally and they lo- different pedigree. Yeah, and they love James Gunn. Absolutely. So. I would hundred percent disagree only because I've read these comments. So the it comments pe- to every person that responded in David Ayer's defense on Twitter about this. I mean, the movie made seven hundred and fifty million dollars yeah, worldwide. One Academy Award without well. without China box office, which is they a didn't huge market it in China. I guess not. I don't know what may I don't know what it was about it, clowns. but 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 I mean that's you know that could have been two hundred million more. So sure. it made seven hundred and fifty million worldwide. So you can't say people didn't like it. It's different when we're critics and we right. say it's a bad movie, but people love the movie. And so to his defense, when Ehrlich posted this, the internet blew up and said, "I love Suicide Squad. I love the first one. I'm excited." You know, and they came in this huge defense uh, because there are people, obviously millions of people that love that movie. So. It's it's not just James Gunn. I think people like us may be more excited for James Gunn because we hated the first. But there's a lot of people that genuinely love that first one for whatever reason. Um, but the main attack comes when David Ehrlich says that, I mean, he calls it the sequel to, quote, some dumb piece of S that literally every sane person on Earth hated. Okay. Passion. I mean, that's pretty insulting. Yeah. 
he's oh, okay. calling out anyone that liked it, the 750 right. million a box office. Uh, they liked a dumb piece of S and they're not sane. You know, so, so the question is, is that unprofessional to so say I something think, like I that? So I think a critic, I think our job is to critique the movie. Sure. I, you know, I have my, I have my feelings about the, the DCEU fans that just refuse to acknowledge the fact that these aren't well-made. Like, up until recently, with the exception of Wonder Woman, these aren't really well-made movies. There's really no thought process. There's, it's a rush job every single time. So I think insulting... I think it's our job to say, it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your time. That's and that's our opinion. Yeah, and I think movies like any art is subjective. Sure, and we have five hundred episodes now, so you you know you you can listen to us and determine whether or not you agree with us. Yeah, I mean you know I, I mean I have critics that I disagree with, and a lot of times they're more valuable than a critic I do agree. I'm like if they're like they go through why a movie is is good. And I'm just like, oh yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the way that sounds at all. It's the spath rule. It is the spath rule. If spath hates it, then you know it's got to be good. Yeah, (laughs) if if spath likes it, it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah. It's the it's the old uh, like Italian grandmother where like you got to trick them until like when they're feeding you. Like if you don't want anything, you just you got to shoot them. (laughs) That's a Ray Romano joke. (laughs) But it's just like if you want a little bit, you get a lot. You ask for none. That's funny. And if you want a lot, you ask for a little bit. Like you got to trick them. You don't want you just just got to shoot them. But no, like I think I think he does have. He has the right to say it's a garbage movie. Yeah. But I think where you where you kind of step over the line is where you do start insulting the people, the people that, did, that like did like it. That is hard. I, I think that you can critique something and criticize it without attacking the people because we all have different opinions. We all like different things. I mean, there, there's movies that we all love that each other hate. I mean, that's movies. So I, I kind of agree there. Like a critic's job is to call out the movie for what it is, to criticize it. It's in the title. But and also, also if, you're, if you're a director, though, you got to be ready for that. Yeah. yeah. You know, like if you, David Ayer is a, is, a, is a very skilled and talented director. There is no fury end of watch. Uh, whatever was before end of watch, like he's got beginning of watch, beginning of watch. Yeah. <laughs> but I will like that. That Will Smith movie on Netflix is not good. Oh, you know, Suicide Squad. Yeah, I'm sorry, and he, and it's he not wrote good. That. And he wrote that that bright. Yeah, like the, it's bright, not, isn't that? Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, I don't think there's a the. I think it, isn't it just bright. Yeah, just bright. Just bright. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, but it's just like those oh. are both the both those movies are a mess. Yeah, and maybe Suicide Squad isn't his fault. You know, maybe he had a plan. And when you, I, when I will you, say I don't think it was his fault. I think that there was a lot of. I mean, from I mean, I remember when it came out. It sounded like there were almost two entirely yeah. different versions of that movie yes. that they spliced together. And we even talked about how yeah. when you were watching the movie, it felt completely different. They would like give you two establishing scenes. It was like of That's each right. thing, right? And, like they'd show you a character, and then they'd show you that character again instead of just going with one to establish. It was like you, got it, two you, different you could almost see the fight between the filmmakers and the producers on the screen. Did yeah. he take over for someone? No, he was all him all the whole really? way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know if it was one where he came in like a lot of these superhero. You get the, the auteur who wants to change right. things too much, and then they have a gun for hire. But that, that's the... No pun intended. Well, now they will. Now they do, yeah. But like... We've said it before is when you start getting into these franchises, you're playing in somebody else's sandbox. Right. And you kind of have to. I think that's why we lost Edgar Wright on Ant-Man. I think a lot of his stuff is in that movie, but he didn't, you know, and to his credit, he didn't want to go along with the studio system. Totally fine. 
walks off the project. We still get Peyton Reed to come in and do the movie. Don't forget you got Adam McKay coming in to work on it, too. That's true. Yeah. Left. But I mean, like, and I get that. But if you are going to sign on to do this for it to play in the sandbox, there are certain boxes you probably need to tick that they you are borrowing someone else's toys. Yeah, you can do some stuff like I have. OK, so whatever characters these are, I think that bottom row that's the cast that's going to make it. Yeah. You know, it's the I big it, names are the I ones think it's that like are Viola all, Davis, yeah. Margot Robbie. Right. Uh, and then the, the two other the big ones. names are there to <laughs> show up and then they're gone. But I think if, if they're doing what it seems like they're doing, which is they're all going to get killed. Right. Like, that's great. I mean, that that's I mean, dead should be. I mean, Deadpool in five minutes had a better Suicide Squad movie <laughs> yeah. than Suicide yeah. Squad. did. Right. right? Exactly. And and uh, and like that. I mean, that was the point of Suicide Squad is that they're going on suicide missions. If everybody lives, it wouldn't be Suicide Squad. It's, yeah. Like yeah. And, it's, it's, and in the suicide that like it's not just like the one dude that wants to run away you know yeah. like that's what we got in that the, the one death we got in that movie is the guy's like i'm not doing this and then his head blew off yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's the one we're getting okay yeah i mean you watch the dirty dozen only yeah like what uh, three of them live <laughs> or the wild bunch yeah you know it's like if they would have stuck to their guns <laughs> uh and done that version i think it could have been really good if they would have just done a straight up action dirty dozen with villains with b and c level villains with the exception of Harley Quinn at that point. Yeah. It works. But they tried to turn it, you know, they they turn it. We don't need to get into it. There's a whole episode on yeah. that. Right. But they mucked it up and it's a mess. And I I don't understand. I could see the argument for Man of Steel. I can see the argument for BVS. I can't see the argument for Justice League. I don't get it. Know. You know, like but I and Suicide Squad is the same way. I cannot she is the redeeming quality in that movie. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, if there was no if, Harley Quinn, I don't think you'd see the love for that no, film that you do. I don't but think I, so I, at all. She just annoys me now, though, and I because I hate that movie, and she's just annoying. I think if I you, if you if, I, I the think, character. I mean, Margot Robbie's great, right. but but that Harley her, Quinn Harley. in that movie is just it's too much, and I hate that movie, and I hate that Joker, and so now it's yeah. like. Did you even, see the picture they put up of him where they digitally took out uh, all the tattoos and all the crap on his face? No. It doesn't look that bad. Well, you yeah, know, like you know when, when they when, changed the entire design. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, but like, I think if you take her out of that world, we're gonna get that version yeah. of Harley, and that Harley is very similar to the comics. That she's almost identical. Yeah. I think if you put her in a better movie, and I don't know what Birds of Prey is gonna be. I have no clue what that's gonna be. Deadpool with Harley Quinn. Probably. That's what they're doing. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be less annoying. Yeah, I hope so. So here's the thing, you know, before we move on to our not box office report here, uh, David Ehrlich, the stuff I get that there'd be frustration with the insults. So I'm, I'm with Joe on this. I think, you know, critique the movie. That's your job. Don't get into insults and name calling. There's no need for that. But in David Ayer's defense, though, I do understand where he's coming from because, again, his movie made $750 million, yet he's getting dragged through the mud by critics who hated Suicide Squad. And yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah, you didn't like it, but to say that it was a failure and say that it was trash, well, there's $750 million. We've talked before. I mean, box offices and everything, but we're not talking about critical. We're talking about people enjoying it. Yeah. And people did. So the guy made this movie that made almost a billion dollars. But then you have to ask yourself, if it made all this money, and people liked it, why do they completely go in a different direction for the sequel? And that makes me think that that studio has some internal tracking that shows that while it made a lot of money, people really aren't super invested in it. 
I well, I the thing is, is that as we've mentioned before, DC and Warner want Avengers, right? Yeah. So like, I yeah, don't know seven, if they wanted they wanted Avengers. Well, I'm but, not so sure they want to do it now. But but the point is though that 750 million is a lot of money and it made profit. Sure. But it didn't make two billion. Right. It didn't make right, 1.5 right, right. billion. So to Tom's point, it's like they they man they the timing. When James Gunn got fired by Disney, <laughs> yeah. and they picked him up to do a DC movie, you know, and luckily before he came back, you know, so they got him now in the DC. I mean, what great timing yeah. for them! Be, because it's interesting to see what they do. Obviously, the rumor is that JJ is signing a huge sign, deal, signing a huge deal with Warner Brothers. Don't know what it's going to be. Could take on a big be, franchise to be their Kevin Feige, yeah, yeah, and and to maybe helm a couple franchises. And some yeah. people are to like me, Superman, Superman, JJ Abrams directed. Yeah, those are the two that I think uh, would be the well, this, yeah, with the space cosmic stuff, kind yeah. of with JJ doing Star Wars and him. I mean, that could work really well. But yeah, I'm like a JJ Abrams Superman that could work. We almost got it, and yeah, go read that script. It's not good. Yeah. But, it's not yeah. good at all. <laughs> so. But I mean, yeah. So you know, maybe they're figuring it out. Yeah, about nine years too late. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess with all that, we should probably turn our eyes to the box I office. Guess. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin, I do, Tom. And it looks like it. Chapter two, the movie from last week, is number one again. Forty million is a fifty-six percent drop. So that is now up to one hundred and fifty-three million domestic. So I mean, it took a pretty big drop, but uh, still making quite a bit of money. One hundred and eleven million overseas before this weekend's totals. So we're approaching the two hundred and fifty million dollar mark in two weekends so that's not too bad i mean not not as good as the first movie did when it opened but still making a lot of money i think i heard that uh the director says that he would like to go back and film some stuff so that he can do a supercut to what you were saying oh really yeah oh to put put every for the blu-ray to put everything together i would be interested in seeing that i would i I feel like there's a good there's I won't say a good movie. I don't. I won't it's say a better it, movie. Yeah, a better movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens on the home release. See if they merge those two together. But uh, number two, the movie of the week, Hustlers, with thirty-two million dollars, which so. is quite the surprise. I yeah. believe it was tracking at twenty-five, and they were ecstatic with that. Yeah. Oh, really? So yeah. So for it to come in at thirty-two. Is uh, but it's getting a lot of positive it reviews is. and a lot of buzz. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say the buzz around this one is huge, and so it definitely gave it a nice boost for this weekend. So it had a twenty million dollar budget, so it's basically made its money back uh, first weekend of release. So we'll get into that one on the next episode. Oh boy. Well, it's mainly women. But, uh, <laughs> number three, Angel Has Fallen. That movie. What the? F- <laughs> the right Jeez. movie at the right time. Yeah. So, I mean, or it's a good enough movie yeah, at the right, right yeah, time. Right, right, nothing right. else. I mean, yeah. the, I, think, I think next week is the, is next week Rambo? Next week is Rambo and Ad Astra. Okay. Okay. So the uh, yeah the analysts are getting a nice bonus <laughs> in their Christmas checks this year because they dropped this thing at the right time. Angel has fallen four point two million is a thirty percent drop in week four. So that movie has made over sixty million dollars domestic now. Wait, can you see what the first one? What Olympus has fallen? Made? I'm sure I could. I click on Gerard Butler and I scroll <laughs> down here. Olympus has fallen from 2013, six yeah. years ago. That made uh, it opened to 30 million. Okay, it made almost 100 million domestic and 71 overseas. I thought it was a fairly d- big hit. I mean, I they're mean, making they yeah. keep making them. So. Right. But and I think they did really well overseas too. Oh sure, action yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Now, Angel has fallen. Has a forty million dollar budget, and I don't have any overseas numbers. I yet. gotta tell you, man. Like that's where, that's where act like dirty action movies should fall. You you get in that thirty million to forty million range. You put out just some a decent 
enough action flick and you've got that yeah you know if i think that's i was just listening to a, a podcast and they basically said that, like they missed the idea like back in the 80s you had norris you had willis you had stallone you had seagal you had schwarzenegger, schwarzenegger you had van damme so you had six maybe seven guys if you want to throw somebody else in there who were Lundgren. six guys yeah he wasn't really top line in very <laughs> no, many movies not. masters of the universe and red scorpion were no. kind of the but like you had a, a plethora of action heroes and you Wesley Snipes? Yeah, I'll give you Wesley Snipes. Because he is in a lot of those. For sure. I'll give you Wesley Snipes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, he yeah. was definitely an action star. But you had like a, a plethora to choose from. Yeah. Where now you've got The Rock. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you Well, and I, but I, I would argue that action movies now are comic book movies. I would agree. Yeah, yeah like, you don't have the movie macho. Right. And know. also comedies. Now, action, yeah, a lot of yeah. action movies come out as action comedies, but yeah. like the straight up Commando. Although coat, you had a you know. lot of those in the eighties, yeah. action comedies. But nowadays, I mean, how many? Not starring t- those guys though. Yeah, those were action. those guys were like the you know Predator or Terminator. Well, Schwarzenegger two. later. Yeah, but then he went back. He was like, no, I should probably go back into like True Lies and uh, Eraser. But True Lies is funny. True Lies is funny. True Lies, but not, but not comedy, not. Kumail Nanjiani comedy, Deadpool comedy. Okay, maybe not to that not degree. Comedy. But I mean, they had comedic elements, right. sure. But uh, but nowadays you just it had don't Tom see... Arnold in it. Yeah, you know, but you don't see the straight action movies anymore. Yeah, like like just... Fast and Furious. That's yeah. I always think those are almost superhero movies. But I agree. Yeah. yeah. You're, but to your point, but they have the comedy yes. elements. A lot of them too. Whereas like those '80s action movies, they took themselves seriously. I mean, yeah. they were cool. Oh, yeah. But they were ass kicking, just straight. Yes, macho action movies right. where it wasn't that comedic element. So you yeah, it, you don't really get those. Anymore. Yeah, it's definitely and, and Olympus has fallen is in that vein. It goes back into that. It's yeah. it's it's very much like that kind of throwbacky yeah. little thing. So I, I kind of I miss those those action movies where you could get away with stuff. Yeah, that you can't get away with now. Yeah. So basically, it's made its money back. Like though. when your hero teams up with the Taliban. I was oh. just oh my god! I just watched. I finish. just finished it. I did too. Yes. I watched it yesterday. Yeah. That's three. That's three. Rambo three. Yeah. Where he fights. The, he it, fights with the Mujah. It was Mujahideen. okay back then. Who is who is he? Is he fighting against the U.S.? Who no, he he's fight. So he's fighting that, another it, the Soviet Union. At that point, yeah, oh, Soviet so Union was was trying to invade Afghanistan. They were that bad. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that and that. The, the freedom fighters were the Mujahideen, which would yeah. go on to become the Taliban, oh. and and uh, and apparently there's a, there's actually a draft. The original script oh, of that no. film ended with him staying to fight with the Mujahideen. <laughs> oh my God. And then they, for whatever reason, they didn't do that. Thank that, God, that would not have aged well. <laughs> no. um, plus, we would have lost. Uh, that's we got uh, Rambo. There's on no this, way this, we could have beat Rambo. We took out an but, entire uh, police force and um, Brian Dennehy. Yes, oh, but uh, and Brian Dennehy, <laughs> <laughs> the one man army himself. But yeah, I uh, I, I want this war. I am still fascinated that Rambo is like consi- yeah. is is this kind of patriotic macho icon yeah. of the right when in the first movie. Wholesale slaughter against police officers. Absolutely. Like, and, 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 and dirty cops that deserved it. And, but still, like, anything that he, that the cops do to him in, in that movie. Right. If that were a news story now. Oh, it, all you'd hear, Thin Blue Line. What did blue, he do? Yeah, we right, can't right. trust him. <laughs> like, oh, you know, and, and it's like this whole movie is based around him just slaughtering you can, police you officers. You can get away with part two. The second movie is, uh, Doesn't he go to Vietnam to get he people goes, out? They send him back to Vietnam to take people out, but he's ab- 
abandoned in Vietnam. Yes, that's right. That's by right. the Reagan administration. Yes, that's correct. And and has to come back and then shoot up a military, a U.S. military oh, yeah. base. Jeez. And then and the third one, he joins up with the Taliban. Yes. And so finally in four, they're just like, can you just kill guerrilla fighters? Yeah. In the jungle. And in Burma, yeah, we don't know enough about Burma to know who's right or wrong. <laughs> Ten years from now, we're like, can you believe right. what they did in Rambo Four? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, ultimately, the 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 point of those movies, as much as they're kind of written off as these kind of meathead movies, ah, the, the first one's amazing. Movie. The first, the first, the first one is is amazing as a. It's a film. Right. Yeah. The second one is just a great action movie. Yep. And it's amazing in its own way. And but uh, but like I I think that. The point that people kind of miss sometimes because Rambo has become this this bigger than life metaphor. For sake. It literally was a cartoon yeah. at one point. Yeah. But is that like the whole point was that war is bad. Don't pick sides because those sides are going to constantly shift as yeah. to who's right and who's, who's wrong. Who and, 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 you know, and, and ultimately Rambo three kind of proves that point. <laughs> yeah, for of sure. Like, don't pick sides. There's you know? a I think Stallone retweeted somebody took an edit of the cartoon and edited in like clips from first blood. Yeah. And so like the audio is from first blood, but it's the cartoon and it's just like, <laughs> it's very weird, but very funny. Oh, that's great. I oh. didn't want this war. Saturday morning cartoons. Of yeah. Everything. Toxic Avenger, man. That's and a thing that exists. Is a thing. <laughs> Kids love the Rambo toys, yeah, you know? Yeah, man. So many weird <laughs> cartoons. So anyway, coming in at number four, Good Boys, uh, that is a 25% drop in week five, now up to $73 million domestic. The Lion King still making all the money. Uh, $3.7 million is a 14% drop. Like, summer's over. Kids are still going to see Lion King. Yeah. And probably adults, too. It's a lot of money. Five hundred well, kids can't drive themselves. Well, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, they could always drop them off and go see Hustlers, though, right? <laughs> so uh, $534 million and over a billion dollars, one point oh seven foreign alone. So $1.6 million, not too shabby for the old Lion King remake. Uh, then uh, the bottom half here, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw with another two point eight, Overcomer with 2.7. Is that Sony? Yes. So have you heard this? Yeah. The, the deal is that Mm-mm. Apple is looking to buy Sony. What? To to go with Apple Plus. Oh, my goodness. But apparently there's some weird loophole where if Sony gets bought, the rights to Spider-Man revert back to Marvel. That would make sense. They Yeah, a lot of times when you license properties like that, it's like they don't want them in the hands of just anyone. They're approving Sony right, and right. their vision, but they don't want... You, know, you, you can't weird, resell it. Yeah, Johnson exactly, and yeah. Johnson buys them and right. decides to open a studio and they own Spider Man. Like you know, yeah. it's just. So I think I mean yeah, that's the hey that, might, a, that Apple is like looking to buy up some stuff. They're trying to Disney themselves. Yes, yeah, kind or, of. Yeah. yeah. So oh. it'd be interesting to see if well, that happens. But, but then you can only watch Apple Plus on your Walkman. <laughs> that's the that's, what a weird. <laughs> that's a bold move on their part. It's a very yeah. bold move. A very bold <laughs> move. So we'll have to see. That's very silly. Do you, does anybody have? I've never used Apple TV. I've got one. But I still Does think it it's frustrating. Just like a Fire Stick. Yeah, it's the same concept. But the thing that frustrates me is, yeah. So Apple will subsidize a year of Apple Plus if you buy their hardware. So I think the cheapest one is an Apple TV. They're like 150, maybe 129 dollars sometimes. So 60 dollars off, whatever. They subsidize one for you. Uh, but the problem is, is that people now have five, six TVs in their home. Right. So you're not going to get people that want to watch Apple TV to change their entire home media landscape and buy six Apple TVs. It's just too much of an investment and too much of a change. So 
the fact is that what we've confirmed is that if you have an Apple device, you can watch Apple TV, and then you can also stream it on a web browser. Meaning, if you want to watch it on a TV, you have to hook up a laptop to your TV or watch it on can your you, laptop. Can you, can you like so you know how uh, Fire Stick has or Fire TV has uh, like a web browser? Can you watch it from that web browser on the there, Apple? It wouldn't support I'm just, it. No. I'm just like, you know, trying to think. Yeah, of no. So it's unfortunate. But my guess is, is that they're going to want subscribers. So they're basically doing this to try to sell hardware. You know, they're going to see how many people they actually get to sign up. And I bet it's pretty quick. They get an app because if they want to compete with Disney Plus, it's apps, yeah, man. all these like, other. Str- yeah, they I mean, everyone has. And they have no one to blame but themselves. No, they totally. invented the app. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I think this is a That's push a right up front. They're going to try to get people to switch over to Apple TVs or whatever. But they're going to see those numbers and try to compete. And I mean, uh, five bucks a month is reasonable. It's a good price point, but you got to change all your stuff. That's not happening. TVs don't have Apple <laughs> you know TV what they, built in. You, you know? know what they should what what I think they should do? I mean, one. They should absolutely make an app for the public, and yeah. if you own an Apple device, it's five bucks a month, and if yeah. you don't, it's ten. Oh, that's fine. There you go. I think that's fair. Yeah, give them a little discount yeah. to encourage them. I think that's a great idea, but uh, we'll see what ends up happening with that. So, uh, but Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, yeah, is twenty six percent drop. Overcomer two point seven million. Uh, the Goldfinch is another one that opened. We decided to go with <laughs> Hustlers. Looks like we made the right choice. I've it's- heard that that movie is. Bleh borderline unwatchable oh really it's so boring i heard it's oscar bait you know it's, it's that b- failed like failed oscar right bait. it's, it's yeah. that it's you know, spoiled oscar bait dis- yeah. it's disguised as i mean the whole thing screams oscar yeah. but it's boring and just not yeah. yeah it's it's yeah unfortunate but so i think we made the right choice it opened so it not two- jennifer lopez in a bikini then correct yes. gotcha 2.6 million dollar openings on that one uh the peanut butter falcon which i talked about last week 1.9 million an 11 percent drop this I, and movie- that's just because you talked about it. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. I, think, I mean, I you know, my uh, hopefully my check's in the mail when I get home. Can't wait but, for the sequel, the Jelly Falcon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And then the big team up, like the Avengers team up, the Peanut Butter and Jelly well, Falcon. Let's, let's see how Jelly fa- yeah, Falcon works. Let's, out let's, not, let's, let's not DC it. Yeah, yeah it I don't want to. I don't want David Ehrlich to be. <laughs> yeah, you know. slow your roll. <laughs> but uh, no, fen- a phenomenal film that uh, I'm so happy to see it doing well. It's so cool, and I'm so glad I got to talk to these guys because it's one of those movies that I saw it before it screened. Even they sent me a screen so I could interview them. Okay, and we'll get a big shot. No, <laughs> but, but I saw the previews. I, I love Shia LaBeouf. It's no uh, secret here. And so I think he he's a great actor. And I saw these previews, and I'm like, I got to see this movie. And when I finally saw it, it's like this lives up to as good as that trailer looked. The movie is so good, uh, so heartwarming. You love you some, some Sam Witwicky. I would not say that's my favorite <laughs> role is, but uh, he's not a problem in those Transformers Would you movies. say that you love Shia LaBeouf's whole? I, you know, I never watched that movie. Oh, Really? Like, well, it was a kid's movie when I wasn't really... It's actually like, pretty good. Is it? Okay. I just wanted to make you say that you love Shia LaBeouf's Hole. <laughs> I, I've never seen Shia LaBeouf's Hole. <laughs> but you would love to. Uh, I really don't have any interest I don't in know. Shia LaBeouf's Hole. Did you see Nymphomaniac? Because I'm pretty sure you see his holes in I, that one. I turned that off halfway through. Because it's terrible. It's so bad. They're it's terrible. So, I, it's, a stunt, it's a stunt movie. Okay. I'm like, how did you make sex boring? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, so they, they put it on Netflix or whatever finally. So I'm like, all right, I'll watch it because I do like Shia LaBeouf. It's an interesting concept. Is it Lars Van Trier? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those art house kind of things. And I, I do like those type of movies generally. But I, I turned that on. Watch like maybe even half, not half of the I first one. I watched both, man. You did. I, I, I watched both. I had screeners, so I, it was. Oh. I, had, I watched it when it came out, okay. and it was just like, Ugh. well, it was a slog. Yeah, it, I not fun. No, I did nope. not want to. 
<laughs> yeah. So anyway, but uh, going back to this, so the Peanut Butter Falcon, go see it. So happy to see the success here. $14 million, 14, almost 15 on a little art house movie. So very cool. And seriously, go read that interview I did on Review STL. It talks about how they developed this movie, uh, the, the star of the movie has down syndrome and he's a great actor. He does a fantastic job and they wrote this movie for him and the cast just all came on board. Once you got Shia, then you got Dakota Johnson and Bruce Dern and Thomas Hayden church. And I mean, it is phenomenal. John Hawks, like is that his name? John John Hawks. Hawks. Yeah. Uh, He's great. He's the, he was the dude. He's the retail clerk in from dusk till dawn. Okay. He is in Deadwood. He's the best friend in Deadwood. But it was, uh, is it winter's bone? The one that he, Oh, kind of broke out him with Jennifer. Maybe, yeah. In. I still okay. have not seen that. Oh, That's you never fantastic. saw Winter's Bone? Holy that. cow, you got to watch Yeah, I think that. it is that. I think you're right. I didn't say nothing. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah he's and uh, he's also in he's in that movie uh, Mary Marsa May Marlene. Yeah, I, I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's yeah. it's Elizabeth Olsen who is a phenomenal actor. She's so great in everything she's in. But that's the one where she really broke out. It's, she's your favorite Avenger. My favorite Avenger? Yeah. Oh, she's good. I don't know about my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite Avenger. Captain America. What kind of silly ass question is that? I mean, for some people it is. Dummy. I don't know. I mean, maybe Spider Man because I love Spider Man. That's hard. Not an Avenger anymore. Well, I didn't know he's not an Avenger. He's just kind of gone. Somebody, Uh, it was uh, real. Somebody posted, they're like, I just found this massive loophole that could bring Captain America back. What if they push time back through him? And it's like, are you just now figuring out that they? I said they, I, we said that from Jump Street. I said that during the episode. I said you know why they even set that up right. so that eventually you can if make they them want old. to, they if can they want to bring him back. You can yes, that and then was, they can do all Secret Empires. Wow, like, I think they learned their lesson with the comics. I don't think we're getting that movie. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yep. So anyway, but uh, and then rounding out the top ten, we have everyone's favorite of 2019, Dora and the Lost City of Gold, with another 1.9 million. That's a 19 percent drop. So obviously, word of mouth still kind of floating that one along. Forty six point seven million on that one, and uh, did that ever open overseas? It did twenty eight, almost twenty nine million. So not quite approaching. I mean, not quite to the hundred million dollar worldwide. Uh, it's on a forty nine million dollar budget, so it did make money. Probably not enough to greenlight a sequel, which is disappointing. Because go listen to that episode; it was a surprise. Yeah, it was a charming little movie. Yeah, and that is the box office. Well, thank well, you. Well, I'm sorry. That is the not box office. There we go. Uh, <laughs> thank you, not Kevin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> so uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, you can find the show online at facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Sharers, leave a review, all that fun stuff. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, a plethora of choices for you. So, you really think these listeners are forgetful, don't you? I do. Always having to remind you them. Always got to gotta remind them. That's what, that's what all the experts say, so that's what we're doing. <laughs> and uh, So anyway, that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Hustlers, which is hard because they got lots of baby oil. <laughs> So uh, not the only thing that's hard. (laughs) Keep it to yourself. So anyway, that's it for this one. Until next time, you've been warned. I just want to take care of my grandma. These Wall Street guys. You see what they did to this country? Game is rigged. It does not reward people who play by the rules. So are you in? You want them drunk enough to get their credit card, but sober enough to sign a check. Tell the nice man where you live. New York. You got to be a little more specific, baby. I was born a flag.
Diamonds on my neck. I like boarding jets. I like more than sex. But nothing in this world that I like more than jets. Hustlers in theater September 13th. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Listen up, I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. Hm. Instacart for the win.